This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Hey, thank you for attending today's episode of War Room Moments. I have a special guest on today, uh, Robert Fuller, great friend of mine. Um, known him for years now. I'm pretty sure it's been years. Um, yes. And uh, absolute genius in the marketing space. Welcome, Robert. I appreciate you being here. It's a pleasure to be here, Jason, and uh, it's definitely been quite the adventure and quite the honor to have you along the ride over these last couple of years. Yeah, cool. Well, hey, I, I just want everybody to get the full effect of awesomeness of who you are. So uh, introduce yourself and your superpowers and what you do. So Robert Fuller, Chief Marketing Officer for ProShark Digital Marketing. Uh, you can find us at ProShark.com. Um, so I've been in the marketing, digital marketing industry now for well over a decade. Um, I think my superpower is being able to spot the trends that are developing, um, within the digital marketing landscape and really try to stay ahead of the curve and really try to adapt as quickly as possible to those transitions and transformations. Yeah, cool. I would agree. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Even though I'm <laughs> resilient to things sometimes. Um, yeah, you know, and, but it, this is common for digital marketing, right? I mean, we see a, a lot of people that have a lot of previous business experience. They get accustomed to building things in, in a way. And with how big of an impact digital marketing is really having on the current business environment, you know, people are used to what they're used to. Uh, and so it can be sometimes difficult to get them to understand, you know, how quickly this transformation is taking place, but things move at the speed of light nowadays. Yeah. Which is a perfect discussion topic, right? Of yeah. How fast things are running in the marketing world. You know, things aren't working like they did work even a year ago, half the time. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so it's that that's the interesting take that I want the audience to get out of this today is you know, what are the trends? What are the things that are changing so quickly? I know I always say, you know, Facebook sucks. It doesn't work and all this stuff. Right. But, <laughs> but, uh, but obviously it does for the right things. Right. But everything has its place. Right. That's right. And, and it's like Facebook probably wouldn't work for what I do very well. Right. But because LinkedIn seems to work better for me. And why? Because it's more personalized. I can have personal conversations there a little bit better. I guess she could on Facebook too, but, but uh, you know, me personally, I look at Facebook as that's a place where I communicate with friends and family. So, you know, so it's more preference probably, but, but looking at the trends and where things are going, I'm interested to really hear and let you really dump what's going on today on the audience, because that's the value add right there. So, and, 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 and bear with me a little bit here, because we got to remember that, what was it, 10, 12 years ago, people were still debating if anyone would ever feel comfortable spending money online. 
Um, and then this past holiday season, online sales far outpaced brick and mortar sales pretty much across all industries. So we've watched in a 10-year process the, the, the sales journey completely transform, right? It went from people would see your advertising on a billboard or in a newspaper, on a magazine, maybe see it on television, maybe hear a radio ad. Then they would have to come into your store, take a look around, decide whether they wanted to do business with you, and then make their purchase decision there in the store. Well, since the invention of digital, you know, the internet and digital marketing, now what we're seeing is that purchase decision where it takes place has completely shifted, right? Now people run across your advertising, get introduced to your brand. Um, they go online, they take a look at your website, they go through your social media pages, they look at your Google reviews, right? They know everything about you and what you sell in a lot of cases before they even come into contact with your brand. So they've already decided online whether or not they're even open to purchasing from you, right? Now we're watching that not only has the, the not only have we added this extra, you know, this extra place where the conversion decision can get made, but we're watching the actual trend shift to people are more likely to make that decision online than they are in the brick and mortar sale. So in 10 years, we have the the internet has completely changed human behavior. Now what we're seeing is you know the Apple iOS privacy update just took place and you know pretty much across the board in most brands their ROIs tanked, right? Because the retargeting wasn't there any longer. Um, and so what we're seeing is Google is quickly stepping up and actually expediting their process of, of changing their tracking process um, and what how you can gather information through their system. And, and so we're watching these big ad companies start to lock down their ecospheres and, and really own that first party data within their, their marketing platforms. Now, this leads to a lot of businesses believing, oh, you know, digital doesn't work. Right. I can. Facebook's only good for me talking to my friends and reaching out and, and staying update with the people. I don't get to talk, talk too much, though, uh, much. But what's happening is the buying process is just getting more complex. Right. It's no longer the Wild West days of online marketing, where as long as you could run a digital ad, you're going to pull 10x ROI on that ad spin. That's not the case. Consumers are expecting more from the brands that they're doing business with because of some social pressures and just societal trends. Um, we're watching uh, the big ad platforms start to lock down their data and make retargeting more difficult and have less specific retargeting opportunities unless you've adapted to that and set up your analytic tracking the correct way or have access to the correct analytic tracking. Um, but we're watching the buying journey and the necessary components become more complex. Users no longer just because they see your brand say, oh, he can put up an ad so that he's a good company, I can do business with them. They know that the barrier to entry to advertising is much lower than it used to be. You know, TV ads cost way more than digital ads. I don't care what platform you're advertising on. And so there used to be just this whole air of authority to businesses that could advertise that just doesn't hold the same punch as it used to, because one, consumers are more educated. 
Two, consumers are more expectant. And three, consumers realize that that barrier to entry is much lower than it used to be. So now you actually have to be able to utilize these platforms and not just one platform. Your consumers don't just want to see you in one spot. They want to know that you're an engaged and you're a present brand where they're looking for answers on. And you better have the answers that they're looking for. So you really have to understand what is your consumer journey, who is your consumer, and what resources am I going to need to provide them along the way for them to feel comfortable and educated and feel like they're making a good buying decision with my business. So it's just the complexity has has increased. Yeah. So interestingly, tying all of that in generationally, right? So you look at, so like I have... I have daughters in the, the, the Gen Z era. Right. <laughs> and now I also have kids in whatever this one's called um, the youngest one right now. So, you know, looking at all of that, right. Tying, you know, you look at, take this from an employee standpoint, great resignation, all these things that are going on. Right. It's like a whole different audience to try to reach and yep. touch right and we've got this young generation of business owner um, that still needs all these services they still need all this product they still need forget the b2c part right because that's another complexity but think about how we service other businesses and how we are reaching out to that generation now through marketing efforts and so on and so forth. And I'm really curious what your take is on that because that is really in in my in my opinion, it's a whole different barrier dynamic that we haven't put a lot of thought into. See, and and this is where um, being present and active, as a brand really comes into play. Because if you're in the marketplace, if you're really engaged with the audience that you're trying to serve and paying attention to what the data is telling you, you can see what their needs are. You can see what they're looking for. Look, this is the most educated and expectant generation in history, right? You can go on the internet and find anything that you're looking for from a thousand different companies. So when you're faced with all of those choices and all of those options, what's going to stand out is the company that provides value to you through the door on the platforms that you're looking for at the time that you need it and have it be the information or resource that you really need at that juncture in the buying process and the buying decisioning process. And so what it, what it comes down to is that in order for a business to really thrive in this present environment, they have to be omnipresent on the most important platforms that their target audience is on, and they have to be engaged and value-based on those platforms. They have to, you know, there's, there's an old, there's an adage, um, engagement or uh, content is king and engagement is queen, and they better both come to the dance, right? Your consumers want to see that you're putting out content that matches what their interests are and what they're needing to, and the information and resources that they're looking for. And they want to see that there's other people engaged in your brand. They used to call social social numbers just foo-foo, you know, foo-foo KPIs, likes, followers, uh, comments. But they, you know, 
in, in a lot of aspects, uh, today's consumers are looking for brands that actually have those numbers in order to feel the, you know, enough trust within that business that they're not just another one of these fly by internet fly by night internet companies that you know you're not going to get the quality of service or goods and you're or you know they're not going to deliver on time that there's going to be a lot of hassles in in the relationship and so uh you know really it's just adhering to the fact that understanding your consumers being where they're at and providing the type of value that they're going to need along that along that buying decisioning process yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's the, uh, maybe this is, this sounds maybe harsh, but I think we're really in an, in a new era where you either adapt or you're dead, right? Yes. You either adapt or you die when it comes to marketing plans, uh, you know, public awareness, public relations, coupling all these things together that, you know, a lot of people forgot about that whole side of things, right? Of gosh, just letting people know, Hey, we're here. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, instead of just a Google ad that says, buy my stuff, right? You build it and they will come only works in the movies, right? Yeah. It's more, <laughs> right? You build it, you nurture it, you stay yeah. present, you keep engaging <laughs> And they might stay around and they might purchase, right? It's just like most things, right? There's a window of opportunity where the barrier uh, to entry is low and the opportunity is high. And we've watched digital marketing quickly start to get acclimated into the business environment, start to become more of a mainstay in the marketing process. And it's getting to the point now where the trend is quickly shifting to if you're not online with a good presence, I don't care if you got a brick and mortar, your customers don't believe in you. Right. Because that's not how they that's not how they that's not how they um, research companies or research products anymore. Right. And so you're you're exactly right. You have to adapt or you I mean, you're going to get moved out of the market space because what you're not doing, you can believe in today's business environment. Your competitors are. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I always tell people, go look at what your top three competitors are doing. One of them's doing it right. right. That's right. So one of them's doing it right. The second one's probably doing it half right. And you're just doing it all wrong. <laughs> and, 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 and you hit it right on, right? Success leaves clues, right? It's a, we've all heard the saying, but it's so true. And that's why we've really shifted towards instead of offering some type of piecemeal marketing solution, because the one shot, one kill approach is quickly becoming a dinosaur right? It's not going to convert. You're throwing your money down a black hole and you're never going to see a return on it. We're, our recommendation for most of the businesses that come through our doors is let us really dig into your industry. Let us take a look at your competitors. Let us take a look at their platforms. Let us take a look at what they're doing marketing. Let's take stock of where you're at as a brand. Let's really dig into who your target avatars are, right? Every business has at least two or three different customer types that, that those are the trends of the, the ones that are the best customers for theirs. And then let's take all of that information and blend it together for a comprehensive multi-platform, multimedia um, uh, campaign structure for you that, that's really going to get your brand out there 
really attract an audience, really build affinity and trust with that audience and then move them towards conversion. Yeah. Right. For sure. Well, you know, I, I think this is a discussion we could go on for hours with. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, I, mostly I really wanted that whole basic part covered. And I think you kind of hit it right on the head with, with where we are today, where we're going, so on and so forth. What's a, I mean, what's a real business struggle that you guys are seeing that we could, uh, you know, really help the upcoming generation of CEOs um, not have to get all the arrows in the back? What are some of the things that you see um, that we could support that cause? No, with? I, so I, so one of the biggest business struggles that I think that um, pretty much across the board, a lot of businesses are struggling with is the fact that ROI on ad spend has tanked. And that's because the buying journey has transitioned and kind of moved away from the traditional marketing strategies, right? Um, You know, what it used to be, you know, five, six touch points um, a decade ago before a customer on average, before a customer buys, now we're looking at 20 and 25 touch points. So it's figuring out how to get those touch points without seeming like a nuisance, um, and doing it in a way that really builds that trust and enriches the relationship with your client base. Right? Like I tell businesses, look, it's not the one shot, one kill. It's not the front end marketing. It's not the front end money. Right? Because he who can pay enough to acquire a customer is going to win the ad wars all day long, right? Mm-hmm. But the business that doesn't have to are the ones that are going to retire comfortably. So it's a matter of establishing that relationship and really enriching that relationship in a fashion that that sets your brand as an authority within your industry or as a thought leader within your industry. I think that's that's the real struggle that businesses are facing now. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And because we are just, we're in a very noisy place, right? Yes. Everything is noisy. It's, there's just, you're getting hit from every direction constantly. My phone must ring 30, 40 times a day. I get, I'm getting hit on every platform about the next best thing. And at some point it's just like, you know, it's, it's like you're one of the X-Men and it's like, (laughs) overwhelm go away right go away right brand messaging overwhelm i mean it's all right yeah for sure um and but it's something we have to deal with right we have to deal with it and we have to just pick and choose what we think is good to follow and what is not right and Test, measure, test, measure, test, measure, adjust, 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 right? It's it's not a science, right? It's an art. It's it's a scientific art form, right? (laughs) Right? There's some science to it, but there's an art involved as well. And it really, you have to really be engaged in the process to really master it. And, And the thing is, is the taste for the art is going to transition constantly. Right, for sure. Well, hey, thanks for that. And uh, I kind of like to close things up by asking a question. And that is, if you could have had somebody be here today, um, friend, family, mentor, dead or alive, whatever the case may be, that you could ask one burning question, who would it be and what question would you ask? 
Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. And I want to make sure I, I know who it is, um, but I gotta make sure. <laughs> hold on. Uh let me make sure I got his uh uh the last name right. Um uh Philip Kotler. Philip Kotler, the father of modern marketing, right? I mean, the 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 mind that it took to really narrow down what marketing was and you know how to lay out the goals for it and really the psychology behind it um i think that to be able to pick his insights and his experience would just be priceless yeah right especially the the ones that came up with the concepts to begin with that's right because they still work right it's just how they're used now it's different that's all the Form might transition, but the core understanding, the core knowledge base, I think is universal. Yeah, for sure. Well, awesome. How how do people get a hold of you guys to work with you and, and do all that good stuff? So we're, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can find us pretty much on all the major social platforms. Uh, ProShark.com is the website. You can shoot me a message directly at Robert at ProShark.com, or if it's a general inquiry, feel free to shoot a message to info at ProShark.com, and our team will get back to you as quickly as possible. Awesome. Robert Fuller, thank you for being here, my Marine buddy. Uh, Hey. Hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time out of your heavy day. I know you guys are busier than a one mega one legged man in an ass kicking contest over there. So um, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Jay. You know, got to love my army buddy over there. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of War Room Moments. And uh, this is your podcast host, Jason Miller. Remember, always dream it, believe it, and then go achieve it. And this is Jason Miller signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.